Welcome to The Mother-Daughter Journey, a podcast for women working through the tenuous transition of a maturing mother-daughter relationship. I'm Abigail. And I'm Kelly. We know firsthand that the mother-daughter relationship is one of the most fabulous, yet frustrating, relationships you are ever going to have. Even so, we're best friends, business partners, and of course, mother and daughter. So join us as we share our ongoing journey and the lessons we've learned along the way. Hi there, everybody. Welcome back to the mother-daughter journey. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It's one of my favorite days of the week, recording day. Absolutely. So today, we actually decided to talk about something that kind of came up recently in our lives. Yes, with one of our private coaching clients. And so it was such a good question. And, you know, what? it's not something that we've ever really thought to record, right? To put on, on the podcast, but it was such a good question that needs answering. And I think a lot of people will have this question. A lot of mothers will have this question. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing is, is not only do we not think about recording this question or talking about this subject, but in all the reflection that I have done over the last, you know, you guys have heard it 10 years, that's not something I looked at. Right. I literally got the question from a private coaching client, sat back and thought, huh, that was also a problem for us. And knowing everything I know now, how would I address it? And I think I gave a pretty good answer. But just one more thing, nail in the coffin, not nail in the coffin, but one more piece of the puzzle. One more piece of the puzzle. Yeah. It's actually, it excites me that we're able to still look at things and and learn from our own clients and and I mean yeah no I know what you're saying it's like we're still a work in progress always will be always will be and our eyes were open to a whole nother piece of the puzzle thanks to somebody else so that piece of the puzzle is drum roll please k-dog take it away so the question was how do I get my children not to be mean to each other and get along what is How do you address that without making them, not making them, but feel, yeah, like without them internalizing that without the guilt. Right. Right. And wow. Wow. (laughs) As you folks know, anybody who's kind of listened along, my sister and I had a rocky relationship when we were younger. Oh, God. Not just when you were younger. I mean, your relationship is, your good relationship is about eight months strong. (laughs) <laughs> maybe 12 that's yeah I mean it's it's been a lot of ups and downs and a lot of that was just because we were complete opposites right yes a lot of it was because you were complete opposites but a lot of it now that I'm looking back on it mm-hmm. also has to do with I mean me not just me but our family in general and it goes that back codependency to- And it goes back to expectations, too. Expectations and codependency. And a little bit of, this is the picture I have in my mind, and this is how I Mm -hmm. want life to... Like, my definition of happiness and my definition of what a family looks like is this, where my children are there for each other and get along and have a great relationship. First thing I want to say is that's not a bad thing to want. Oh, no. It's completely natural. Nor is it a bad thing to express correct but it's a matter of words matter words matter how it's expressed right and which we'll dive into obviously that's what this episode's all about but it's a matter of how it's expressed 
there needs to be a way to express that that's your obviously want that would make you happy. That's your, that's a happiness for you is if your children got along and were there for each other. Yes, it's a desire. But not a need or an expectation. Right, it shouldn't be, I'm not going to say should, always working on ourselves here. (laughs) How do I want to put this? Right, it's difficult, but you... Your relationship with your sister is none of my business. And it shouldn't... Sorry, everyone. I'm trying to think of a different way to say it without the should word. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't be... um, Like you said, it's none of your business. And I'm just going to say it. It shouldn't affect how you view either one of us or our relationship with you. Correct. But when you are... Like, there's just no way around it. I'm saying shit this time. That's the codependent portion of this, right? Right. We can see when our children are fighting how it hurts them. Even though they're fighting and they're disagreeing, the words, because words matter, Mm -hmm. that they use to each other and the, because you're not equipped for communication, like we weren't equipped for communication until four or five years ago, right? Right. Um, So so naturally, if... I wasn't equipped for this kind of conversation. I didn't show you how to be equipped for that kind of conversation. So you were internalizing things that she said and viewing them from your experiences and perspectives, and she was doing the same. Right. Right? And I was watching those words hurt each other and watching you, you know, view yourself through your sister's eyes and her. I mean, and I'm guessing at this perspective because it's not something that Emily and I have discussed but I think, you know, because of just your personality and that you showed all the emotions mm-hmm. because you felt them so deeply, you were the one that I kind of dove into be like, hey, why are you talking to your sister that way? Even before I knew anything about the mental illness, because you outwardly expressed your emotions where your sister stuffed them down. Right. And right. I wasn't aware enough at the time to realize that she was still experiencing them. She was also being hurt. Yes. And that she was also being hurt. Right. But, so anyway... My need for my children to be okay, that codependency that I had such a problem with and that we all struggle to lose, mm-hmm. played a role in your relationship as well because I wanted you both to be happy, so treat each other nice, damn it, and love each other and all the things. Right, without any sort of, it was a just do it, just love each other. And then it was a why can't you? Why can't you just get along? Why, why can't yeah, you just love each other? we talked about this on our May Was Awesome episode. Right. When you were saying, the only gift I want for Mother's Day is for the two of you to get along. And when we inevitably didn't, because we just... Didn't. We just didn't. And we didn't know, like you said, we didn't know how to communicate to each other. There was, as the years went on too, it got harder and harder because things just kept getting buried and, right? So if we want to put this in terms that we've been using all along in this podcast, the truth is, is nobody was respecting your relationship's boundaries. We were all in it. My mother was in it. My sister was in it. I was in it. Your father was in it. Right. But it wasn't just, that's just how it, our family unit was. I would venture to say that's how a good percentage of family units are. As far as wanting, just get along. I don't want to hear you fight. I don't want you to be mean to each other. Right? Just stop making all of us uncomfortable. It's natural though. Oh, I mean, that's a natural desire, a natural feeling oh absolutely but like you said earlier it's not your business well we never gave you the opportunity to work out your own relationship 
No, there were ideals and expectations of what it should look like being put onto us. And our relationship was never going to be that, right? Like you said, our, we're right now, we're good. Absolutely. I I think we're good, but it's taken a lot of time, a lot of work. We've had co-therapy sessions together as well with a, you know, third party. Like there's been tears, there's been, and now we understand each other better. Now we know where the other person is coming from. Now we're able to tolerate things that we weren't able to before for whatever reasons, just because we needed to grow as individuals because we weren't secure enough in each other's feelings for each other or secure enough in ourselves and who we were. Right. We, we both kind of played the measure up game to each other. Yes. Like that is something that I have come to learn is we both in, in our own ways compared ourselves to each other. And so, yeah, once, once all of that was out on the table and we were able, you know, as adults through this, all of this stuff that we've been going through the past 10 years, all this work, all this work, we were able to actually communicate to each other, all of the hurt feelings from before and and find a way to move forward. And I mean, is it perfect yet? No. Is any relationship perfect? No. Right. I, but I think there's also everything that you just said is spot on. But I think the other element to your relationship progressing in the manner that it has been progressing over the last year was also me taking myself out of it. My happiness not mm-hmm. being tied in any way, shape, or form, or my worthiness or what it, you know, the way I look at myself as a mother mm-hmm. being tied to whether you two talk to each other outside of we're going to sit across the table at Christmas dinner or not. Right. No, it, it, for the first time in, how old am I? 28? The first time in 28 years or 27 years, because it was right. like a year ago, it was our relationship. Right. It was my sister and I's relationship. Right. Like that had never really been a thing, which is weird to say, right? We grew up in the same house and there were obviously there are pieces when I look back at our childhood that I would get scared at night and crawl into her bed and she would let me. Oh, all the time. Even though I kicked her in the ribs in my sleep. Or snow days. Or snow days that we would just have the best time together. Even though I knew she was cheating at Monopoly, I just let it happen. (laughs) (laughs) And... So there are moments that I look back on now that, you know, started that bond and we were able to take and put into our relationship as adults and individuals, not just as siblings in the same household. Right. So what I'm hearing is you were able to... We've always loved each of other. Of course. Right? Of course. That is That's not... what made all of those things in the past possible. Correct. But what I'm hearing is you are able to hold on to all the good from the past because you have done the work to find true forgiveness for the things that weren't good to forge forward in a new, more open, honest, secure relationship. Yes. And forgiveness on both ends because obviously I'm not perfect. And so I've, oh. I had my fair share of mistakes and um contributions to the rocky relationship oh absolutely yes so so that's a very long-winded way of saying that that was the question (laughs) (laughs) no i will also say it's funny because last week in in the forgiveness episode we talked about me you know having some imposter syndrome because i'm 
actively working through that forgiveness process with my mom and my sister, you know, on my end. Right. But it's also eye-opening this week to look at that relationship because it's not something either one of us has actually looked at kind of reflectively until this week. Right. And because of the work that you and I have been doing, you and I and Emily have been doing, Mm -hmm. me stepping back out of that relationship just naturally happened without, I think, any of us realizing that that was a piece of the puzzle that needed to happen. Right. Until the question. Until the question. (laughs) And so, yes, thank you to the private client for asking the question because I think now we're one more step, you know, one more piece of the puzzle is put in there and we have something that we can definitely speak to on this subject, even though we didn't realize we did. Exactly. So that being said, let's speak to it. A little more. (laughs) A little more. So I think we're trying to like part of this relationship is boundaries, not part of your relationship, but in order to have any successful relationship, there needs to be boundaries and people need to feel safe to express their needs, right? And, and their feelings. And so. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I'm looking back on all of those times when I said things like, why can't you guys just get along or you should love each other. You should, you should, you should. With all the information and knowledge that I have now, how would I address it if I was a parent raising the two of you now? Hit me. (laughs) And really, I think what I would do, no, I know what I would do is I would still say that I do not want to see the two of you fighting and that I wished you got along. But I would also say that that's up to the two of you. Your relationship is for the two of you to figure out. But it is within my right to ask that you don't do it in front of me. Mm-hmm. If your relationship is your business and you want to work it out on your own, then you need to respect our boundaries or people's boundaries of not wanting to witness the discontent. Yes. That being said, though, this only works if you are actively working yourself on communication tools and tactics uh, mm -hmm. and sharing those tools and tactics with your children. Right. Because we also don't want them to go beat each other up in a room where we're not looking, (laughs) right? I guess I would add the caveat that the interactions need to be safe. (laughs) You both need to be safe. Yes. (laughs) No, I mean, there's no perfect scenario. I'm just saying this is, I think, how I would start to handle it. That's the other part. What you're doing there is... One, you're making your feelings on the situation clear, but you're not burdening the children, right, with your feelings. So does that make sense? It does make sense. How I'm understanding it is I have communicated my needs Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, and you're teaching them how to set a boundary. Right, (laughs) without projecting my desire of what their relationship looks like. Yes, Right? Right. I can desire that the two of you love each other and, you know, you go skipping down the trail and picking blueberries together and everything's symbiotic. Which, again, totally normal and natural to be expected. (laughs) But it's kind of like when we talk about happiness. Like, of course, we all want our children to be happy, but there's that line of they should have the freedom to decide their own definition of happiness or what that looks like. And it also kind of bleeds into another thing that we say all the time, which is every relationship is a snowflake. Yes. So nobody else can define what that relationship looks like, but the two parties involved. Right. And it might not align with what mommy dearest wanted for us, but 
mommy, you're calling me mommy, dearest. Have you ever seen that movie? Do you have any idea what you're saying right now? <laughs> Does the words no, why, or hang is mean anything to you? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Sorry about that. It might not be what the parents envisioned. I'm shaking my head, yes. <laughs> yes. But, and so this is where it becomes tricky, though, right? Because... Oh, was there a prop before that wasn't tricky? <laughs> it, this is where it becomes trickier. Ooh, More okay. tricky? Do tell. Because... Oh, all right, hold on. Hold everything, folks. Hold, please. I'm just trying to organize my thoughts. So where it kind of becomes more tricky is that you want them to still have a healthy relationship in whatever form that is, right? But healthy to them. So we need to be able to teach them what that is. Yes. I mean, that goes with everything that we've been saying, right? The right. Health, the boundaries, the codependency, the communication, the not labeling of failings, validating each other's failings. No one person's is more important than the other. You know, compromise, all of the things that we talk about. I guess kind of the way I think of it now just because of the way that I was raised and the way I was raising you. Mm -hmm. If I could go back and do it again, I would be your guide and not your director. I like that. And back then I was your director and my mother was my director. Yeah. Right? Well, and still was. Well, you, like, see, you were our director and she was still your director. Yes. Yes. Like the term matriarch. Is completely relevant in our family. Oh God, yeah. And... Yeah, and the truth is, is each individual relationship within a family is a snowflake and they're their own. And we can't, or we... We can't. We we can't put expectations as to what we want them to look like or think they should should look like. Yeah, I I don't think that we should. That's, again, we talk from our opinion here, from our experiences. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of, kind of loop around and... Something that I wish when I was preteen, teenager, living with my sister, that somebody had said to me was, it's okay not to get along, right? And we've kind of been saying this through the whole episode. Like We can't be like, oh, you should. Why can't you just, you should get along? Why can't you just love each other? And so I just want to say, it's okay if you don't get along. In fact, you probably won't. At some time. At some times. That is normal. That is natural. I mean, you're both living in the same house, right? Like that's... In some families, sharing a bedroom. Some families sharing a bedroom. And living with somebody else is no easy task. People get divorced all the time because they can't figure out how to do it. Exactly. So now, and you weren't giving the choice, kids, right? Nope. You weren't given the choice, which is a blessing and a curse because... Yes, I love my sister to death and I will always be there for her. And I know that she will always be there for me. And that's amazing. But there are definitely times where we don't like each other, especially growing up. And that's okay. And that's okay because we were so different because we were still trying to find ourselves because we were under the same roof and not really given the freedom to not get along. 
if that makes sense. Well, you weren't able to work through your own differences. Right. Because I was directing how I wanted you to behave. Because it wasn't a matter of, okay, let's talk this out. It was, okay, shut that down and just get along. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Shut it down. Sweep it under the rug. Put on a happy, masky face and smile for me. Yes, it's exactly what it was. And especially when you're young and you're going like hormones and all of and just all of the things well and right? that's one of the places where There's the impression of or the perception of feelings are bad toxic positivity no put that emotion and that feeling away and just be positive right and that's what i did mm. to the two of you and that's what I mean, that was a generational pattern that was handed down. Right. That is exactly how I was raised. That's your baby sister. You take care of your sister. Your sister is unloading all of the clothes out of your drawer because she has fun and she wants to do it. And then you just put the clothes back in. Right. As it, we were eight and a half years apart. So this is, you know, my two or three year old sister pulling all of the things out of the drawer and you spend the next when you're in, oh my gosh. When I'm in middle school. Middle, oh my God, like the, right? the most awkward and worst time to, to So you spend an hour daily putting them back and you should be thrilled that you're doing it. You shouldn't have a bad emotion right. or upset or resentful that you have to spend your time doing that. Right. And if you do, you're selfish with your time. Yeah, no, that's not true. But I'm just saying that's, <laughs> that's the what, perception and that is that how was the I messaging. was raised. That was the messaging. And then that was what you passed on to us, basically. Rather it than, is- you know what, I know it's, I know it stinks. I know you don't want to put those clothes away again. But your sister had a good time. I was exhausted. I missed it. Could you please just put them away when you get a chance mm-hmm. in your convenient time? Right right? Then you can almost have a good feeling about it. And I'm saying that now thinking maybe I could have had a good feeling about it. I have no way of knowing how I would react as a prepubescent girl. But at the very least, it's you're expressing healthy communication skills, right? Well, and you're saying that there's, yes, I understand why you feel this way. Right. And you're entitled to that. Exactly. But could you just help me out? Instead of how could you just do? Just do it. Right? And so, yeah, interesting. I'm always learning. And these are the, this is why we do this, right? Mm -hmm. We want to change these generational patterns that cause us to push down feelings and not be able to express ourselves or feel like we're not worthy or there's something wrong with us for feeling the way that we feel. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say... That you should stop wishing that your children get along and that you should stop vocalizing that you don't want to witness it. But I think if we spend more time listening to the feelings, like allowing the feelings to be expressed in a healthy manner, Mm -hmm. we'd have less pent up frustration and things for our children to argue about. I think they might actually, and I can't test this because, right, this is just... 2020 hindsight is 2020 right but i think had i approached it that way you would both feel good about the way that you felt instead of resentful at each other because your feelings were being poo-pooed right and that would have probably removed some of the tension between the two of you and what i actually desired might have come to fruition quicker i mean you just used the key word too is the resentment Mm -hmm. there was that was a big piece of our relationship 
and I know it's on both ends. And part of it is, right, like I know my sister resented me for kind of what you just said about the whole clothing thing, right? So it was like, just do it. Just put it back. It made your little sister, take care of your baby sister. Yeah, just it, give her the toy. Just make give her, her the, screaming. Make her stop. Yeah. And I was always... Screaming. Screaming, because even when I was, I was still me when I was a little oh, kid yeah, and I felt st- all the things. You still had... OCD. I didn't you, know how to express myself. You didn't myself. know how to express your emotions. You felt everybody's everything still. And, you know, we were just telling you to stop. And your desire for that and also for Emily and I to get along, she being the older sister, which was what was taught to you, Absolutely. being the older sister, was told just accommodate. Yes. Your feelings don't matter. Hers are more important. Right. So I... I would resent me too. <laughs> and then as you guys got older and Emily's resentment started to manifest in mean words, she received the message. You, The same message came to you, right? Mm-hmm. Because we'd be on family vacations and she'd be very, because of the relationship and let's stop Abigail from screaming. Mm-hmm. If we were on vacation and there was, we have one day and let's choose what we're going to do. Nine times out of 10, we chose what Emily wanted to do. It was the same thing with watching TV. Nine times out of ten, it was Emily's TV show or Emily's sports or Emily's, you know, movie. Oh, yeah. I remember... Or Emily's game. Resentment on vacations because I specifically remember not just resenting my sister, but everybody because it always felt like everybody got a day to do what they wanted to do. I was always the oddball, right? Like the thing that I wanted to do... Nobody else in the family really wanted to do either. I was the only one. Right. There was that. So it always kind of got like... Right. And so that's where your resentment came out because we gave you kind of the same line when we were on vacation. It was almost kind of... And I think it's why I always love vacations because I think it was the same thing, right? Because dad was home and we were on vacation. And I think when we were on vacation, I could do what I wanted. Yeah. Not all the time, but you know, it was, what do you want to do, Kelly? Because at home... It was, what do you want to do, Amy? Because she was the louder, busier one. As was I. <laughs> right? And so right. either way, however it played out, my involvement, I'm just going to say my involvement with it, caused a lot of the resentment and tension. Right. And I can look back on that now and see it. And that's not, again, I'll say this as I always do, it is not from a judgment perspective when we're talking about these things. It's not, I was a bad mother, or it's not that... I caused my children to fight, or it's not those things. It's I didn't know better, no, and I did the best I could, and now I do, and I can look back on that and say, ooh, I can see how I played a role Yes, in that. But you can also look back on it now, too, and looking at where Emily and I started to where we are now, that's, I mean, a piece of that is because of what you did teach us, right? And that was... How do I, like... That was, um, what is it? Ohana? Ohana. Right? No family member left behind. Right. It, it doesn't matter. That That is something that I firmly do stand in now that I've always said. Uncon- is, that's what unconditional love is, yeah, That's right? what and unconditional you love were ble- is. I was blessed with a sister. A lot of people don't get that same blessing. Correct. I was blessed with somebody who's going to stand by me. Yeah, because there's plenty of people out there who have sisters who don't. And, yeah. And we might not always get along and it's something that we said too that you know if we weren't sisters we probably would never even like be friends because we are so different but you are but we are sisters and 
thank God, because I mean, the compassion that both of us have gained from having each other in our lives, right? Having having that person that's pretty much your stark opposite, but you're not willing to let go of. Not willing to let go of, right. So you have learned, even though it took us some time, tolerance, mm-hmm. empathy, mm-hmm. compassion, compromise, mm-hmm. and boundaries. But we had to learn it on our own. It couldn't be, we couldn't be puppeted into it. It couldn't be forced onto us. Right. But I will back up to say, I did have the right to ask for the discontent or you guys working out your relationship Mm -hmm. not to happen on a family stage. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's the same kind of doesn't really have anything. She's doing the hands again. I'm always doing the hands. (laughs) It's the same thing switched around, right? It's why you don't want to fight as parents. You try not to fight in front of your children. Right. Because you don't want that discontent, that negative energy to seep into the whole family dynamic. You yeah. want, right? And let's just say this too. So it's too. the same thing. It it's is. Just switched around. It is. Now let's throw in a dose of grace. Because. Because we're all human beings. And there's going to be outbursts. And there's going to be times where our emotions get the better of us. Especially if you're not practicing on a regular basis how to regulate them, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to happen. It has, still happens for me. Of course There are it still does. times where I say something that I need to apologize for. Not near, anywhere near as often. Mm-hmm. But yes, there are times when I have to be like, oh, please, you know, please forgive me because like I was more concerned with how I felt and what my emotions were doing to me at that moment than I was what I had, like minding what came out of my mouth. Right. How my expression of those feelings would affect others. Right. And, and I don't say that in a don't express them so that it doesn't affect others, but express them. In a healthy manner instead of vomit. <laughs> right. Feeling vomit. Emotion yeah. vomit. There we go. Right. And also you can express what you need. That doesn't mean the other person is in a place to give that to you. They may not have the energy level to deliver what it is you need. Right. Which, and then you need to figure out how to discuss that. Like that's just another layer to all of this. But yeah, it goes back to whole putting the conversation away when putting the conversation on hold and all of this takes practice so when i say dose of grace you know if there's a nugget in here that you think maybe would help in your family situation or in your relationship with anybody really but in your mother-daughter relationship or your sibling relationship Mm -hmm. by all means try it out if it doesn't resonate with you don't but if you decide oh this is something that i think this might actually work it takes time right it is a learned behavior there is so much unlearning we need to do oh gosh yeah that's the big piece of it we have to unlearn a lot right in order to learn and you know nobody becomes a great musician overnight and none of these things are going to fall into place overnight it'll take time and so give yourself grace remove Mm -hmm. ego from it when you're looking at it and when you're like oh i wish i didn't say that i wish i didn't say that not i shouldn't have I wish I didn't. Next time I'll try not to. Next time I'll try not to. I did. So now I need to apologize to myself and whoever else needs it. And then I need to forgive myself Mm -hmm. and give them the space to forgive whatever it was I said to instead of demanding their time frame for that forgiveness. I like how it all kind of just comes full circle. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I I think we can end it there. 
Yes, I feel like that was quite the discussion. Yes, and it was really not something that we planned, so it might have been more... There might have been a few more tangents than normal. I don't really know if there was. No, I think there were just as many tangents <laughs> as there usually are. Yeah, we tangent even when we plan. Um, exactly. Like I said, this came to light in a coaching session on Monday, and and it's Friday right now. We were like, you know what? I think it's super relevant. It's super relevant, and we should we should talk about it before we wrap up season one. Yep. So there we go. Yeah. Siblings, it's okay if you don't get along, but. It's your, relationship it's your relationship to figure out. Mm-hmm. and But don't forget the blessing that you all are to each other. All right. Bye, snowflakes. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on our journey today. If you liked what you heard and are looking for more, make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on social media. See you next time.